0: life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs learn more at uh1.com imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time
1: chocolates! What the frick is that? We got the chocolates! Don't they do dad jokes? We got the chocolates!
0: Wait, this is what
1: it Yes, Really? <laughs>
2: Scouts, welcome back to the Week of the Chocolates podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Skin. I'm and, and, and yeah, that is yeah, Mikus over Mikus. there. Well done, Mikus. That's excellent. Now we are in the midst of our good chat episodes. Uh, you've heard one already from Mikus. You've also heard last week from Gody. And today you are getting the chance to hear from Skin. Yeah. They can't hear your thumbs up. <laughs> <skin>. <laughs> exciting stuff it is it's very good we speak to skin about plenty of things i actually haven't listened to it for since we did it so i can't remember what it was but i know that there was a great insight into i'd say skin you're quite interesting like it's more to you than would meet the eye you might say because you're quite a quiet guy you know sometimes we don't allow enough time for you to talk Mm. but in a good chat episode with skin you sort of have to allow you the chance to speak i suppose so (laughs) yep I don't know how well I spoke, but I guess we'll find out. Yep. they will find out right now. This is how it went. <laughs> All right, Skin, we're having a good chat with you, which is fantastic. I guess we could probably start by uh, saying that your real name's not actually Skin from birth. Correct. Your real name is? Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. It feels weird saying that now. I mean, it for does. me personally, I've never actually called you Mitchell. I don't think I've no. called you a lot of things. We're brothers, and growing up, seven years age difference, mm-hmm. in which you were younger, mm-hmm. probably that still are. Some people, yep. yeah. he, hasn't, he hasn't out like lived. You. <laughs> he hasn't closed the gap at all. Yeah. Yeah, Just yeah. maintained a steady lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so I, I, I don't know where that actually came from. But like, you did have a. What was your one rule in? The house as we were sort of growing up like when people would say like why did this happen yeah yeah <laughs> pretty much before you bother asking a question just first ask yourself if the question can be answered by lee as a dickhead <laughs> that was that was the rule of thumb mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. most people would come through and be like why is his nickname jane mm. <laughs> He is a (laughs) dickhead. I was generally just the answer. But skin is definitely the one that's stuck. And certainly throughout your We Got the Chocolates career, Uh, Mm -hmm. it's become one that's
1: pretty, I don't know, it feels unnatural calling you anything else. I call him Mitchell. I call him Mitchell Mitchell a fair bit. When he's in trouble. I call him Mitchell a bit. Not on the app, but like if we're walking, I'll go, Mitchell. Yeah, that's fair. Actually, yeah.
2: I've yeah. never once said Mitchell. Not many people say Mitchell. Yeah. Eloise still calls me Mitchell for some reason, which is really wow. weird. I thought I'd be pretty close with her by now, but <laughs> 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 but yeah, she calls me Mitchell. Most people would at least shorten it to Mitch, yeah, if yeah. not if not skin, but right. no. Yeah. Well, we started with the nickname thing, but definitely, yeah. Mitchell is actually the real name, but this is Skin, if you're listening. And, and it's a good chat with him to learn a little bit more about what makes him tick. Uh, Skin, I guess going back to sort of the younger years, mm-hmm. uh, you went, you were actually the only person in our family. So we have a sister as well, Bronnie, mm-hmm. uh, who's in between us. But you were the only person that actually um, did a little bit of schooling at two different places. Can you tell us about that? Sure. Uh, yeah, well, most of our schooling was at Redlands College. Great place. Yep. Fine yeah. place, yeah. With Mickus. Yeah. Um I think yeah, so you you and Bryony went from prep to grade twelve. I swapped out at grade eight to move around the corner to Alex Hills. Um and I think I did three years there, eight, nine and ten, and then came back to Redlands for eleven or twelve. Yeah, so, why did I did not know that? that. Yeah, but actually what, was was people, what people probably wouldn't know is because at that time, like, we always joke on the podcast about how you retired from footy at 12 yeah uh, after a breakout season yeah Uh, yeah uh, yeah. (laughs) which was which was big news at the time um you know as a 12 year old sort of you know there was some comparisons being thrown around to like wally lewis and that sort of thing (laughs) similar ages (laughs) and then you actually moved school basically for that rugby league program did you not like at at that point it was something that you were sort of quite into yeah for sure yeah <laughs> yeah there was a footy coach at that school that said they had a, a sports excellence program and I was like yeah all right I'll give it a crack uh moved over there and somehow somehow moving over to a sports excellence program got me more interested in education so, <laughs> I, so I went over there started getting A's in science and then gave up on footy. So yeah, it was it was strange. But you would probably be one of the only aspiring NRL players mm-hmm. to end up with a Bachelor of Chemistry. Mm-hmm. I don't have that. <laughs>
1: for the 48th time <laughs> it's not a Bachelor of Chemistry.
2: Well what do you actually have? I did a Bachelor of Science and majored in physics, oh. not chemistry. Yeah. Right.
1: Same thing. How really? different are they? How different they could are those not skin? be Closer. Like they're so far away. Chemistry and physics.
2: They could not be closer. It could not I mean, be closer. No, it could not, not be further so right. yeah, away. Great. Yeah, great. Good
1: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: there have to be elements of. There have to be elements that help across both. Elements mate? that's quite oh, common that. in Look science. Yeah, yeah I for know. sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess there is some crossover <laughs> <laughs> elements. Probably more to do with chemistry, I would think. Physics. I don't know. Well, covers a lot of stuff. Obviously, like you get. I guess you start with. Laws of motion, and then it probably gets all the way down to an understanding anyway. of how atoms work. So, <laughs>
1: and how Eve's work as well. Exactly.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. So you were quite, you were quite an intelligent. It goes further than that too, but anyway, nice. Yeah. So you were quite an intelligent specimen. Like this, sort of started from year eight. You're saying you took quite an interest in science. Yeah, yeah. There was a science teacher at Alex Hills that just, yeah, you know, uh, just I don't know, just taught science in a way that got me interested in it for the first time and I liked it. So yeah, started there and then yeah, moved, ended up moving back to Redlands, I guess to take, take that a little bit more seriously. Um, and yeah, studied physics, chemistry, biology, grade 11 and 12. And then yeah, wasn't really sure what I wanted to do after that. So going into a bachelor of science, which just felt pretty general and majored in the one I enjoyed the most. And Finished it and still had no idea what I wanted to do with myself. So yeah, it was good. What were you like when you started that study, sort of that area of study? I guess did you have a job in mind that you were sort of thinking this would be very cool to do eventually? Uh, I think I was probably tossing up between a few different things. I think I think initially I went into a bachelor of science hoping to eventually go into medicine, medicine, but then wasn't that interested in biology. Um, So yeah, imagine physics. So that probably ruled that out. And then I was thinking engineering for a while. Um and yeah, I couldn't tell you why I didn't really pursue that any further. I think by the end of by the end of uni, I just got a bit sick of studying mm-hmm. all the time. So absolutely. And then the podcasting sort of that wasn't really on the cards for you so much, was it? Like, no, I think not at all. Yeah, <laughs> I, that was that was not one of the jobs I had in mind at the time. I'll be honest. Uh, but but it's yeah, that sort of happened by accident, I suppose. It just by living with you, who never stops talking. Um, but that's no, been, obviously, been enjoyable. Not, can't complain, I suppose. And you were, like, because you were never really the most outgoing youngster, really, were you? Like, people probably wouldn't. Well, I guess some people would probably have an insight into into that. But even, like, when people now come up to you in the street and say, like, hey, skin, how's the knob, um, after the Prince Albert sort of thing, you don't, like, just you're not brilliant at just like Glad rolling you into a he yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're not brilliant at just rolling into conversation, are you? Like with complete strangers. No, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I would say I'm pretty terrible at it and and probably pretty terrified of it. Like the idea of the idea of conversing with someone I don't know at all is is daunting. So yeah, how I've ended up publicly speaking as a full time job is baffling, but <laughs>
1: But, oh well. <laughs> but I guess like you, you two like growing up together and him being so the other way I guess he's probably dragged you along I'm talking about Lee here he's probably yeah. dragged you along in a fair bit of that stuff the whole way through your life as well yeah for sure and I think also like
2: uh like like when we were growing up I like hung out with your mates a lot I sort of just lingered around your mm-hmm. friendship group and stuff so you probably like forced me to converse with people that I didn't know that well either and yeah I probably learned a lot of the Little bit about interacting with strangers <laughs> that I know from just watching someone who was so confident at it the other time. So yeah, that was, so I would say, was, overly, confident, good. I yeah, overly confident. Yeah, I would say you yeah, are the other side sometimes. Like, you know, <laughs> you don't need to linger around for 20 minutes when someone starts a small conversation with you, but oh, that's fine. The best <laughs> and the worst at the same time. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I could meet somewhere in the middle of yeah, us two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Surely there's a happy meeting yeah. there, there. There is. A, I don't know why you're on your high horse because you're just
1: like, you meet someone for the first time. You're like, can you give me a haircut or buy me a beer? <laughs> or you'll meet someone for the 10th time and say, nice to meet you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: absolutely not on my high horse here. I suck at meeting people. We're very naturally gifted
2: at that part. And what about in terms of like, because the interesting thing I think about what we're probably doing now is like podcasting is one element that you probably didn't picture yourself mm. doing uh, in terms of like the public speaking side of it but you actually always had a massive interest in business like I feel like it was always an ambition for you to be quite entrepreneurial is that correct yeah I think that's fair to say and that's probably why I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my uni degree or what sure what job I wanted to get into I guess yeah like like, like they were options that I was throwing up just because I sort of I don't know, it felt like you had to get a good job. like That just mm-hmm. seemed like what everyone was doing, I suppose. But I, I wouldn't say any of those careers ever really excited me. Um, whereas, yeah, I was probably always pondering what sort of little business you could start to try and just to work on something that's your own and that you can get passionate about and enjoy. Um, so, yeah, I was always sort of thinking about that. And I think like through uni and, and shortly after I'd had a crack at I don't know like a few different things like drop shipping and Amazon, fulfillment by Amazon and stuff like that just to have a go at, at starting businesses. They all failed miserably, so that was <laughs> nice uh, <laughs> but, but, but I guess they were a nice little learning curve. and then yeah, and then sort of starting the podcast um, I I, th- I mean I th- think in the first place it never really looked like being something that would that would evolve into that, but it just sort of slowly became more and more obvious that it could that it could be a fine business which and made, made I just got more and more interested in it and, yeah, here we are. And even now, like I, I would say that the majority of like the the new things that we would try, like the fact that we want to get more into Merge, more into YouTube and stuff, that's probably more you that drives those ideas on the basis of like where you see potential for growth. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair to say, yeah. it's Yeah, I just enjoy learning about, I don't know, I feel like there's a few – it's an interesting, like, yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting little business. Obviously, it like revolves around the podcast, but I feel like there are quite a few arms that can sort of go off of it, and it's yeah, it's just cool to get to learn about them and explore them, I suppose, so, and try and try and grow each of them. So, and uh, and within those uh, years of schooling, and particularly when you been, went back to Redlands College for years eleven and twelve, that is actually where you met your now fiance. Eloise, I believe, mm-hmm. and uh, and I don't know if that was like obviously that's been a flourishing relationship now for I'm not sure how long that's plenty of years though isn't it seven or yeah. eight nine I think yeah maybe? that's what I thought yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so but you were, but that, that wasn't always smooth sailing right at the start was it wasn't either I mean I wasn't great one one of the great love coaches but I do remember some frustrating days at school for you when you were coming home yeah yeah that's fair yeah certainly not not smooth sailing I. Yeah, I think I met her very early when I, in grade 11 when I went back to school and I think it was essentially like a little love at first sight situation. So I was pretty hooked from like day one um, and she was Harvey Norman, no interest for at least <laughs> at least the first year. <laughs> so that was that nice. That was
1: awesome. That was so good. <laughs>
2: um, and then I think, yeah, sort of – in between grades 11 to 12 she started showing some interest in that holiday period then gave me donuts again at the start of the next year so that was Ooh, nice and then, <laughs> and then yeah it would have been halfway through grade 12 we finally finally decided to give it a, a good crack and it's yeah, been going well ever since so <laughs> not sure i'm not sure what yeah i'm really not sure what changed in that year and a half because it's it's not like i got a lot funnier or anything else. <laughs> <obviously. laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Don't sell yourself yeah, short, yeah, mate. Yeah. <laughs> not,
1: not sure what it was that convinced her to come yeah. around,
2: but uh, it'd be interesting so to ask her yeah, what was yeah. the moment.
1: Yeah. And, and yeah. the proposal, uh yeah. how did all that go down? Did it go down smoothly? No nerves, no butterflies, anything like that? Oh plenty of nerves and butterflies. But it did go down smoothly. I had
2: I mean I had about eight years to plan it. So <laughs> it, And you did was- a lot more planning than probably what
1: I'd thought. You would, I, I don't know, like it, it feels like you were quite meticulous. Although you are quite well planned in a lot of things, aren't you? Like I, you're quite I, meticulous. Yeah, we did have to push him a fair bit, like every week. So, hey, mate, when are you going to propose this week? Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like even when we were doing that, you were probably in the background. The
2: wheels were churning we were there, about what you wanted to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it would have been, yeah, it would have been at least a few months. I was, I was just working it all out, I suppose. But no, yeah, it, it went well. We we had a just a holiday booked up the Sunshine Coast, and I think it was for yeah, for one of our – or around the time of one of our anniversaries or something, and, yeah, so I sort of just convinced her we were going to go to this restaurant. It was like one of the first restaurants we went to when we started dating up there, Um, and, yeah, convinced her we were going to go there for a nice dinner to, to sort of reminisce, and then just at the very last minute took her on a small detour to a little picnic set up on the beach with the photographer hiding in the bushes and all that sort of
1: jazz, so, yeah, well, well, but she sort of good. wanted to get the music pumping a little bit, um, like just before the proposal, and you sort of had to try and calm the situation, calm the, calm the scenario down.
2: Oh, that's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, she was very,
2: she was very interested in like just the picnic and stuff <laughs> and, the, and get the music going and stuff like that. She was, yeah, pretty distracted right? <laughs> to be like, uh, oh no, I'm just, I'm just trying to make a speech over here if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> will you marry me sorry can <laughs> I put the on from, in the background yeah. so she <laughs> when you got second. to that picnic she didn't even yeah I, I don't know clue yeah, on she <laughs> hadn't worked it out immediately I don't think and yeah it took I don't know which just trying to talk about other stuff and I was like yeah just give me a minute if you don't mind <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, <I> don't know. <laughs> and then the wedding's the wedding's coming up how's the planning and stuff for that going going all right we again gave ourselves plenty of time I think it would have been like we booked a date like 18 months out from the from the proposal or something so and then we ticked a lot of the sort of big ticket items off very early um like, like venue and catering and photography and all that sort of jazz so yeah now it feels like there's just a lot of smaller finer details to work out which we haven't made as much progress on but that i'm sure we'll, sure Mate, we'll get it done by the day Plenty, plenty of time. It's, how rush yeah. these things. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: you kind of can. You absolutely can.
2: <laughs> you say the honeymoon counts as a small, finer detail. Oh, yes. Because you have been uh, left in charge of that. Yep. That hasn't gone very well yet.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That, that's, that's, yeah, I'll, I'll get to that. I've, in my defense, we wanted to go to New Zealand, I think, was the plan. So I, I had the excuse that Eloise needed to sort a passport before I could start booking anything anyway. so Have you thought been about going to Bali? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said yes, you have thought about it? He <laughs> oh. thought about it and said, no, thanks. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't give say. it much thought, and then you sent those lovely photos of a couple piles of dirt while you were there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh, there's a dead dog sliding. How see, great! Yeah. How romantic! i good scared. Come here for you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, know, so I, can, yeah, I can give. you I can give you the place we stayed. It was great. Okay.
1: <laughs> Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Perfect. <laughs>
2: Uh, and then, Skid, what about uh, as a – certainly no one would know this, but as a kid you were uh, you actually had like some sort of health uh, issue in terms of kidneys. Um, yeah. Can you explain – because I don't even think I really get it. I remember being like 12 and you've been in – or even younger probably yeah. and you've been in hospital a bit and stuff. But is that something that uh, you've still got ramifications from? Nah, no, not at all anymore. It, yeah, I had – it was called nephrotic syndrome, so – I don't, I don't even know what that means to be honest. But some issue with my kidneys, um, and yeah, it was, it was an issue for a while. although It would have been, I don't know, maybe five or six years. I would have thought it would be going to and fro hospital and things like that, um, and taking lots of. Taking <laughs> Lots of medication. I think I was on steroids for ages, so I was a bit of a psycho for a while. That explains but, a lot. Yeah. Also explains why he was so good at footy as a 12
1: year old. He was six foot three. And a foot. Right, okay. That, yeah, it this, all checks this guy out. He's keeps fending me off. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Why is that guy the playing? The, of my footy career. Is why is he 16 and playing in the under eights? Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. I've never played in that intense with a guy with a hairy chest. It's just so strange.
2: Yeah, right. Okay. I never yeah, I never put those two together. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, that's I I think they've yeah i think they called it dormant one day and it's been been dormant ever since so i don't know what that means if like it's a volcano, come like or something. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah so, but no it hasn't bothered me in a long time so I beautiful think, yeah. and then you also had like, uh, one of the comments that we read quite a bit about both our voices but i think i remember it particularly for you uh is that like hey can these guys stop with the stop putting on these voices blah 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 like these deep voices etc your voices legitimately sounded like that since you were in like Prep, yeah. <laughs> it's something to do with the steroids, uh, yeah. I imagine <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wonder if that's to do with the steroids as well. But yeah, I did, it ha- it really it had sounded like this for a long time. I remember our sister Briny, one of her one of her friends, like, <laughs> I I, yeah, had had this story about me as a little kid. I. I think I'd only ever like seen her. I'd never really met her or spoken to her and obviously I'd had those great social skills so I'm you know so fantastic at just walking up to people I don't know. So yeah, like so but one day it was like maybe a six or seven year old I saw her walking across the oval and just walked up and went, Where's Bridey? <laughs> oh, this, <laughs> this girl was just terrified of me. She, she was fucking was ran like, away. Why does this? this seven year old sound like the fucking Hulk? <laughs> like, <laughs> seven year old sounds like Bane yeah. So, yeah, just, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, yeah, I've always had a really deep voice. And I don't know why people think I would put it on. Like how how many hours of podcasting like would we have done? 50 minute now? eps, it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, I only say about four words an episode. <laughs> yeah. it, it probably wouldn't have been that hard, but <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, no. Gen, genuine, genuine voice. <laughs> genuine voice. <Yeah. laughs> that's good. And then what about uh you were actually the owner of one of the world's longest living dogs. In fact, Skin, I reckon there's a you, you bought Ruby, uh, who we just lost this year, but you bought mm. her as, what was it, was the money from your ninth Yeah, ninth birthday. Yeah. And you had you always, what, can you remember back that you always wanted a dog or what was it? What was the theory behind that back then? Well, I think I like, I've always liked dogs. I'm yeah. not much of a cat man like Mickey, so yeah. Loss. Mm. yeah. And so <laughs> we, like, we had a couple, <laughs> shut, shut up. up. <laughs> we had a couple of dogs before ruby didn't we i like i vaguely remember him i think we, we had a tiny little that kelly kelly, kelly yeah. got, she got bitten by a tick that was sad yeah um but yeah so i'd always liked dogs we lost her and then yeah and then so i'd probably wanted a dog since then um but yeah couldn't afford like a nice a not ni- nice like one from an actual breeder like a golden <laughs> retriever or anything i thought so, yeah saved up a whopping 110 dollars for my ninth birthday and found ruby of just some blokes house in Carndale so it went Thought you'd thought you'd get a stinker yeah. basically, and then I wouldn't say we did a great job of making sure she was healthy at all times. I, I, I wouldn't have exercised her as often as we should have. I think we fed, fed her like the $20 food from Kmart rather than the Yukon Uber stuff or anything, and somehow she kept kicking for seven over 17, nearly 18, nearly 18, yes, years, yeah. 17 and a half years. Yeah, so yeah, that was wild. <laughs> it's amazing it's an amazing effort like yeah we, we remember like obviously when we had to say goodbye to it this year like just thinking about the fact that we've never lived in that house i think oh, we yeah. moved into that house when i was 18 now 33 so how many years that is it's uh that's we'd never seen that house without ruby in it it yeah. was very weird yeah yeah it was a weird feeling going going back there for the first time but there's no just yeah just no dog running up to you Lying at the front door, it was very strange. But Block, yeah. blocking the door, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. That's what Godie but, yeah. used to always walk in. <laughs> you, you he could not be any be more in more the way. The way. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Rubes. I'll move. you. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't be any more in the way, Rubs. Oh, yeah. But no, she was good. She was very good value, and yeah, I think I don't know. She I used to like take her for r- rides on on like a bike. I'd just put like put her leash on the handlebars of the bike, and she'd like as when she was actually young and fit would like pull me up hills and stuff like that she was crazy so yeah i hung out with her all the time And that was again because of great social skills i think i spent more time hanging out with her in, in my high school days than than like humans so mum was worried about me for a while but but <laughs> <laughs> she was a good dog so it was, it was- <laughs> just a good little friend Good little friend, yeah. Uh, and then what about – I hope this goes better. I asked Mikas about his diet uh, yesterday when we did his good chat episode and yeah, I got wasn't. thrown out the window. Um, I'm hoping you're a little bit more forthcoming with, with speaking about uh, – I remember when I moved back from Adelaide in 2018 was pretty much exactly the time that you decided to change your diet. Something yeah. that you'd thought about quite a bit, hadn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I think I thought about it for ages um, – but while I was thinking about it, it, just wasn't changing anything. So then, when I randomly made the decision to go vegan, I just did it overnight, essentially, which was kind of strange. <laughs> um, like <laughs> I think we literally had like steak for dinner the night before, and then yeah. I had a vegan breakfast the next day and never ate anything again. So that was, well, any, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was strange. But yeah, I'm ha- more happy, more than happy to talk about it. I'm, I'm like i like old Mickus over there, but <laughs> but. <laughs> But also, I don't know. I don't have to, like I did all that thinking and research prior to deciding, and then sort of like like planned of how to get enough protein and all that sort of jazz, and then haven't really had to think about it much since. So, it's not yeah, it's not really something that's top of my mind all the time either. But it's almost like autopilot now, yeah, is Pretty much. But yeah. one of the great um one of the great points that you've obviously never been able to argue with. Uh, is when like maculum will say yeah, to you, I the, knew it, the animal's already dead. Uh, yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is just stumped. That is, that is a sturdy one. And, and I remember that, when he said that oh, to you but... for the first time, you were like, Oh, I've never considered that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just eat this steak now. Yeah, when you put it like that. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> But what were your people do often say like what What are your reasons for doing? Because I guess there's only really like a couple of reasons that it would be. Well, I guess sometimes it can be for health, can't it? Uh, yeah, for more, sure. More, more yours was more environmental, probably linking back to your interest in science again, wasn't? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, for me it was more about environmental. I think I yeah at the time again haven't haven't been thinking about it that long for seven years so. Um, probably haven't got a bunch of research to quote off the top of my head, but at the time I remember doing a lot of reading and and sort of saying that, uh, like the, the cost to produce animal-based foods in terms of like water and land and, and the greenhouse gases that they produce just didn't really seem that sustainable. So, um, yeah, I just didn't want to contribute to that. Um, so tried to minimize the impact that I could have through my diet. Um, yeah, which obviously isn't zero, but is you know, an improvement. Um, so that was my initial reason for sort of getting interested in it. And then, yeah, I guess it's it's pretty hard to to sort of read about veganism and not see all the animal cruelty side of things. And I've always quite liked animals too, so that was pretty hard to watch. Mm. And, yeah, so that, that, just, that just that just made me more happy with the decision, I suppose. You were actually a bit of a cow whisperer, weren't you? Like when we went to the Byron Bay Farm, you were known to just go and talk to the cows for like an hour. <laughs> sure what you were saying <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <Yeah. It's laughs> on like the, the drive. cows were so far away they didn't <laughs> they didn't come over to him he was just talking to him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 on the drive down here we went like because we're filming in the hunter valley we drove down there was that one passage of road where I don't know why they were out, but all these cows were just in the middle of the road and, yeah, just sort of like weave through them <laughs> because it's just hanging out heads out the side of the window. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> screaming at them. How they bored were get, you guys? Yeah, right. yeah um, very bored, but um, they just I'm, got so startled. At it. Do you remember <laughs> that something you got from like – I don't remember dad used to do like weird stuff. with like Dad was yeah. a massive animal lover and uh, and like you guys obviously spent a lot of time together when you were young, you and dad – because me and Bronny had probably already gone to school and you like dad would do like well, I can't do the sound, but remember he would always go to like magpies, oh, like he would yeah. imitate magpies. Like he would just do the sounds to them. Yeah, genuinely. Yeah. I don't know how he did that. And then like he'd he'd sit out in our garage with his coffee and and like I don't know, whatever he was eating, and make the sound, and then like a couple magpies would come hang out with him, but he'd just sit there feeding them. It was bizarre. But he did like weird stuff. Like he would like Ruby again. Probably one of the reasons she lived for so long is also because of Dad's contribution in the fact that he just gave her recreational drugs. Like <laughs> she she literally just drank coffee with him. But like he would say, he would do things like, uh, oh, "If you want some coffee, you've got to ask." And Ruby would bark at him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That she get the coffee. and then he would pour the coffee on the ground, and Ruby would lick it up. Perfect. So, so weird. Yeah. Hey, Rubs, here's some skin steroids. <laughs>
1: you gotta ask that. <laughs> oh, you looked at me. Here you go. Uh, and Mitchy, the, with the with the pod, what's next, mate? What's uh, what's uh, what's the grand plans for the next year or two for the Next jockeys? Year or two? Oh, jeez. Well, I don't know. I feel like a year or two is still
2: kind of short term like i feel like you just keep plugging away trying to make our podcast as good as it can be um and yeah probably focus like we've always done a little bit of stuff on youtube like the dad jokes and whatnot obviously it would be nice to sort of focus on them a little bit more and try and yeah try and explore some different styles of content that we can make on there um but yeah i think essentially like what we're already doing just trying to like do it better and better um in the immediate future and then yeah, I guess probably more long term, slowly. If you can can make set like completely separate shows, I'd, I'd be very interested to hear you you and Mickus talk about bloody selling sunsets or whatever the frick that reality TV show is. <laughs> Things it's like that. It's not just one, buddy. Don't worry about that. <laughs> okay, sorry.
1: <laughs> they, they just don't get it. They don't understand. I do not get it at all. But you will. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. That's why we need your podcast. So. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Mitch just. Yeah, Mitch. Just one one story to finish. We mentioned the uh, the time where you know you used to be actually quite angry when you throughout that time you were on steroids <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> for your health. Yeah, that is. Sorry, not your football. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, <Yeah. laughs> um, And uh, and just one th- example of that, I think, is that you're quite like you got angry, but about things that were like quite obviously. I mean, for us as adults, looking back. It's quite obviously untrue, but I remember for you as a young kid, you were definitely convinced uh, that when I went whoosh, whoosh, it meant Mitch has a small penis. <laughs> <laughs> and I managed to convince is wrong all you? my oh, mates. That's, good. that's fine, is it? That's <laughs> great. That's really good. Yeah, can you yeah, that is completely fine. It's not like bullying of a small child or anything like that. <laughs> but can you remember like why that why would you have believed that? <laughs> like why would that have been a thing? I have no idea. I, yeah, I have no idea. I guess, I guess I just like quite liked you. Like, <laughs> like, like I was your little brother. I just would have followed you around everywhere. But anything you did, I was interested in. So anything you said, I would have... Like gotten around, I suppose. Like any, any time you make up like a stupid word or anything, I always buy into it, like and start calling people gibes and herbs still. and things like that, which is still so, the cat. Yeah. So as soon as you said something, I would have just taken it as fact, and then. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't like that fact. That's a poor so, yeah, 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 <laughs> oh, fact. Yeah, yeah, which I've, yeah, I've certainly realised now is not the case. there would have been a couple of years after that whole saga that the rule of thumb started, you know, just the please dickhead. Yeah. So, but it was some of the great memories yeah. that I've got. Is like, because skin used to come and watch us play touch footy on a Friday night. And so, like, our mates would get there. We'd get there early and do, like, the walk to the Maccas and stuff, which Mitch would come to. And then yeah. just for, like, a bit of entertainment, one of them would go, <laughs> And skin would just chase them around, touch them, yeah. so <laughs> literally trying to get them. And if he ever caught you, you were in strife. <laughs> roid rage,
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, it's serious rage. And then my favourite thing throughout those years of when he was like, when he had the roid rage as well, he was like, oh, I would like do something stupid, obviously, which would make skin angry. He would chase me and try and punch me. And while he was like grabbing me, trying to punch me, I would try
1: and kiss him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is something you would do. It's weird that you did that last week. (laughs) This was yesterday. Skin
2: also wasn't even trying to punch you. (laughs) (laughs) But you remember that, don't you, Skin? Yes, of course. (laughs) Yeah, you were a pest in so I don't know why I liked you so much, but (laughs) But, no, Uh, nothing's changed. Well, that's perfect, Skin. Thank you very much for your time, for your good chat today, and giving us a little bit more insight into into how the world works for you. And we look forward to hearing much more from you on the podcast, which you obviously love, speaking in public. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're uh, listening and you want to meet Skin or you get the chance, <laughs> just walk past him. He loves engaging yep. with you. He so won't just- hide behind all of us at all. <laughs> <So> just just <laughs> walk I've up. never done that. <laughs> just walk up and say hello. He would love it. <laughs> I did that yesterday. Uh-huh. You were right at the back I of I could back. not have been further away. Yeah. <laughs> someone yelled out, hey, boys, I love the podcast. <laughs> Skid started walking the other way. Where are the keys? Uh, I uh, uh, <laughs> Think of
1: someone else, by.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't mind it either. See ya. <laughs> uh, thank you, Skid. Uh, cheers. <laughs> So there you go. That was our chat with Skin. Very enjoyable. Great man. I've always said, well done Skin. Well performed. Great chatting. Thank you. I tried. Tried my hardest. Make us ask a lot of questions again yep yeah that's on ground i'd say Mikus. yeah yeah you're right he never interrupts people which yeah. i like <laughs> faultless. faultless uh now we will have a another one of these episodes coming that is with me i think that's next week uh and then the following week we'll be back for a recording of episode 215 of the week of the chocolates podcast which everyone is getting very pumped up and excited for uh, but hopefully you're enjoying these good chat episodes as we go if you are feel free to tell us about it. And probably the easiest way to do that is to get in contact with us on our social media pages. That's at We Got The Chocolates, wherever you have social media. Yep. You can also get in contact with us at our website, wegotthechocolates.com.au. You can leave a voice message on the chalk line if you'd like to hear yourself on a future episode or just write into us below as well if that's your preference.
1: Yeah, make sure you jump onto Spotify, at Apple, leave a review, five stars, obviously. And uh, jump onto YouTube, leave a comment, go deal respond as per usual well actually not as per usual
2: (laughs) he'll at least he will read them and then he usually screenshots them and sends them (laughs) to (laughs) us someone reply (laughs) to (laughs) this which is fantastic but no we absolutely love having you here thank you so much Uh, and remember that if you are out there and having a laugh with your mates this week then you're absolutely getting the chocolates we'll speak to you again this time next week and as always good luck in the future and that's Tom love you love you love you